Welcome to the Playing Hooky Podcast with your hosts, Rachel and Nathan, brought to you by UtilityMuffinLabs.com, consistently rated adequate. It doesn't even yeah. it just sounds like no, vomiting. It definitely very. It was very pleasant though. It was like dun, dun, dun. it scares Rachel much like her little Norwegian voice scares me. Uh, Icelandic, and you know what it reminded me of the washer and dryer when it turns on and turns off. It's like bing 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 bing. It is very reminiscent of our washer dryer combo. That's the sound it makes when it's done. It's very happy to inform us it doesn't work. Imagine there has to there had to have been a test group of people sitting in a room listening to different chimes. Yep. And that's the one they picked. Yeah. yeah. So bring us in, Rachel. Which podcast is this? The, Playing Hooky. The, okay. the one that you and I shared together. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> the one that we put out every other Thursday. Welcome everybody to the Playing Hooky Podcast. My name is Rachel. And I am Nathan. And today we are bo- joined by a very I almost said Boind. We are boined. We are boined by. We are boined by a very special best. We are joined by a very special guest, Chris Tyke. Everyone give it up for Chris Tyke. Yay! <sighs> hello. He <laughs> 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 was like, uh, hello. <laughs> Chris Tyke, how's it going, man? Um, It's going. So far, I have survived 2020. That's so good. far. Good. Well, Otherwise, we'd be talking to your ghost, which is... Totally feasible in this day and age. Yeah, who knows what's what's to come. Uh, so uh, why don't you tell the people who you are and why you're important? <laughs> um, well, I'm Chris, yeah. and I am friends with Nate and Rachel. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And that's really all. Yeah. That's why he is important. That's why he is important, because he is our friend. Um, but also, uh, you gave us what I have to say is a very quality recommendation. Now, you're not the first person to have given it, but you are the first person I listened to. So that should <laughs> that should tell you something. That means I respect you, I value your opinion, and uh, <sighs> Nate just burped. Uh, we're, we're, we're a little, yeah. we're feeling a little like slap happy, a little silly goose tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, Lots of silly goose well, times. You know, huh? the Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, so, so you recommended that we watch what we do in the shadows. And uh, we recently got kind of shitty access to Hulu. So that was yeah, possible. Yeah. Well, it's not, it's uh it's not shitty access. It's just normal access, which is shitty because it has commercials. So many commercials. Um, but mm. before, and usually it's the same commercial on repeat. It's a lot of political Ed commercials Nazi. right yeah. now. Right now it's all about um, fair tax in Illinois. Yes. Yeah. Uh, also, a lot of yeah. the Nordstrom's for, commercial. For me, it was the same um, singular wireless commercial <laughs> with Captain and Jones every like five, ten minutes. Yeah. I was like, you know what? This is you've annoyed me to the point where you can now have my money. Yeah, it's uh, it's incredible how how deconditioned I was to to commercials. It's um, it, it really is bothersome. But we got Disney Plus. You get Disney Plus. You get like a a subscription to Hulu that has all the commercials in it, except for one show, apparently adventure time, no commercials. Can't figure yeah. that. I one think out. it's really random. Yeah. Like what, what adventure time only runs about 10 minutes. <clears throat> yeah. I think, uh, it, it, well, we, we sat down and we were like, let's watch. I wanted to show her the venture brothers. And I was like, this will be awesome. We can watch all the venture brothers. And then like just every two minutes there was commercials. And I was like, I hate this and I want to die. It, 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 but that should show 
how much we ended up liking what we do in the shadows because we got through like one whole season and a couple more into the second season uh, and no complaints. Like I do hate watching commercials, but I'm willing to put up with them for that show. But before we watched the show, we actually watched the movie. Yeah. Because we wanted to see them. We wanted to see what it was. You know what what it was based on. I actually what wasn't. It out I wasn't sure if we'd be able to watch the show. And uh, so I I uh, I had before we get into it, I had a bunch of like hesitations because I I I had heard of the show. Uh, I had heard of the movie rather. I didn't really hear, hear the show. But I heard of the movie and I don't remember who like suggested it or mentioned it before, but I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like this. Chris, you've known Nate for a long time, so you know he suffers from the uh, if someone brings it up to me, it must not be good syndrome. Uh, well, it depends on the the opinion of that person given. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, so it wasn't until he had someone who he had a high opinion of who recommended it that he was willing to um, consume it. I, I feel like I needed to defend myself for just a moment. Okay. Okay. All one, right. one part of this is yes. Uh, the opinion of the person who's recommending the thing. Uh, if I don't have a high opinion of the person, I'm probably not going to take them seriously. Uh, the other part of this is just like my inability to commit to things. When people are like, here, here's a thing. You should participate in it, watch it, read it, whatever. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I don't because mm-hmm. my brain is just like, it farts. And then five years later, I'm like, oh man, this thing I just discovered. Yeah. And then my friends are like, no. Nah. Everybody liked that five yeah, years ago. Yeah. yeah. No, you, you, we, we told you about that. You just didn't give a shit. <laughs> and it's not that I didn't give a shit. I just couldn't make my brain work with it. It just, just went in one ear and it went out the yep. other. Yep. So, Chris, uh, tell tell me, um, you, you've seen the show, you've seen the movie. Um, I would like to know your thoughts on. Do you think that um, Jermaine Clement and uh, Taika Waititi is that how you say Taika mm-hmm. Waititi? Do you think I can't say his name either? Okay, so. it's a beautiful um, Maori name. I don't know the exact pronunciation. I'm sure some twenty year old girl on the internet will correct me. Um, anyway. Uh, do you think that either of the creators of this series, both the movie and the show, uh, LARPed <laughs> or are familiar um, with, with vampire well, LARPs? I mean, you see, there's, there's definitely some more LARP. Um, LARP gets mentioned a lot in the first season of the show. Yeah. Um, particularly in like those first couple episodes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if that was just because that's like an American thing. I don't really know if LARP's big in New Zealand. I think um, LARP is universal, I right? They, I could definitely tell they could, they took some cues from um, a little bit more than vampiric folk. Well, so the reason I ask this is because Nate and I, um, as we we're watching the movie, especially, we we're like, oh my God, like this, like these vampires are acting like shitty petty larpers at a camarilla game <laughs> like that's what it, like that's what it like you know people go into it with the mindset that they're taking themselves so seriously but to like an outsider's perspective it just seems so stupid and so, silly um so before we like before chris you answer or like or you further delve into this can we just like <clears throat> mention briefly what the movie and the show are actually like what they're about oh you want to like be organized i'm sorry uh, well no just just so, so like in case people who are listening don't know what it is yeah let's uh let's 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 triple team this and a spoiler free explanation of what the yes. show is about now let's movie. step back and let chris 
complete his thought. Yes, okay. please. So this is a uh, it's a mockumentary sort of if you've seen sort of The Office, um, it's shot in that style where you'll have you know characters interacting and then it'll go to a singular character in a room, sort of an interview about what's going on in the scene that just took place. Except instead of being at a paper company office, this is three vampires who live together in a house in New Zealand, in the case of the movie, or in Staten Island, New York, in case of the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, yes. And yeah. they are vampires? <clears throat> yeah. And they are definitely vampires. Some are very old. Some are not quite so mm -hmm. old. And it's kind of about um, the uh, just the daily monotony of their lives and the sort of things they have to do to survive in the modern world. Uh, and it's kind of like a um, awkwardly humorous take, uh, very dark comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just, it's about like vampires of various ages and it's, it's very much like a fish out of water story. Mm -hmm. Um, but I remember how, you know, like it had been described to me was like, um, you know, kind of like you took a bunch of vampires from the 1800s and like slapped them into the modern time and it kind of like takes the piss out of vampires. And I think I was kind of like, well, I really like vampires, so I don't think I'd like this show <laughs> uh, or I, I don't think I'd like this movie. Uh, and then... Yeah, and then it was suggested that we do this episode where we watch it and we talk to Chris. And um, I won't offer any spoilers, but I would just like to say that the movie may have been my most favorite thing I've ever seen. Like, I think it is the funniest fucking thing ever. Yeah. And it's only, it's only amplified by how much I actually like vampires. And I was like, oh, this show, this, this movie... Rather, not the show, but uh, the movie. I was like, th this is like every vampire game I ever played. He laughed very hard, very frequently. It was the most I've ever seen him laugh at a movie. And oh, well, we good. recently <laughs> watched the Borat movie, the yeah, new one. Right. So, yeah. That's I think we both something. just like kind of cringed at that movie more than we laughed. A lot of covering up my face with my hands. But... um I sort of cringed at the trailer, so I don't even think I'm going to watch it. Maybe I'll watch it next it's week. Yeah, it's funny. I would suggest it to anyone under the age of, like, 40. Um. <laughs> well, I am turning 37 in under a month, oh. so. Yeah. I would say if you're conservative, you might want to just not watch it. <laughs> it's probably not going to appeal to you. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. People are uh, People are interesting. It's hard to tell what some people will like and what others won't. But I definitely like this show. Uh, in the movie, um, it has a lot of great one-liners, just yeah. so many good, like one-liners that are just so funny. Like there's a, in the show, there's a one episode where like a council of vampires has been called and they have a witness come forward who is a familiar and a familiar in the show is sort of like a ghoul in vampire, the masquerade or like the human servant that assists the vampire does the things Go they can't do during the day. Of, yeah. yeah. Renfield. Segway. They don't, they don't get, well, they're not ghouls in the sense of vampire, the masquerade where they get blood and they're sort of addicted blood. Right. Right. They're more just like people that are there and they're like, Hey, you know, serve me for a couple years. Maybe I'll make you a vampire. Right. They're kind of like and people are like, that's kind of cool. It's kind of like the shittiest internship ever. It's unpaid. You have to be up all night. And there's the promise that maybe you'll get turned into a vampire, but probably you won't. Occasionally you get flown around, though. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, that, that does seem cool. But anyway, at this council meeting, a familiar comes forward to like bear witness um, against a vampire 
who's at trial, and this vampire goes, ah, no, she speaks the bullshit. <laughs> and it just made me laugh so hard. There's also, like, these this one vampire that every time, like, so they can transfigure, and they can turn into, like, animals, but bats are, like, the most common thing they turn into. And there's one that every time he turns into a bat, he goes, bat! <laughs> and then he turns into a bat. <laughs> and then he's like, human form! <laughs> and he turns back into a human. And it just makes me laugh that he has to say it before he does it. Yeah. Cracks my shit up. So the movie, I thought, um, you know, obviously I said it was like the funniest thing. That I, I just was like, I fell in love with it. I thought it was great. It was just like, there were so many like little stupid vampire slash werewolf interactions where I was like, oh, I've I've played like, I felt like the, the people that made the movie had played like a tabletop RPG, had played like a vampire the masquerade because like you always think when you play a game like that, that you're like the coolest. And I got the distinct impression that the vampires also thought they were the coolest, except they weren't. Yep. They were just terribly dysfunctional mm-hmm. and totally out of touch and got into like arguments about like who had to clean up the bodies from the basement and like just little silly shit like that. And so I really enjoyed the movie. And then I was like, Oh, you know, I don't think I'm going to like the show because like, it's not going to, it's not going to be the same. You know, it's like when a movie goes to a show, it just like isn't the same. Uh, the truth is, I actually like the show better. I think the show is more funny than the movie was. Yeah. They have like a bigger chance to tell that story. So. Yeah. What do you think, Chris? Movie show. Um, I, I'm a f- more fan of the of the show mm-hmm. than I am of the movie. Um, more so because I kind of like the, the characters are a little bit more developed. Mm-hmm over the course of the, the series as opposed to just watching it in one episode. Cause I mean, you have, you know, well, my favorite one in, in the, in the series is uh Laszlo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's uh we should and, maybe explain. So there's like three main vampires in the show, uh, Laszlo and his wife, Nadja, Nadja. And then there's Nandor who, um, so the conqueror. The conqueror. <laughs> so like Nandor is supposed to be your Vlad the Impaler stand in. And then Nadja and Laszlo are sort of like the weird, creepy, hypersexual Victorian age vampires. <laughs> and then there's a fourth vampire that is very different in the show. One of the reasons why I think the show is funnier in some ways than the movie is that there's like a weird, different type of vampire called like an energy vampire. And he's just like a regular guy who feeds off of like boring people. He's, he's just a, like, like a psychic vampire. He's a psychic vampire. Yeah, he's kind of. Yeah, Colin Robinson. Yeah, Colin. Who, in my opinion, the, the comedian who portrays him does too well of a job. Because <laughs> there will be scenes where he's doing stuff and I'll be sitting on the couch like, okay, now I'm. Yeah. <laughs> Interestingly enough, he, he actually was in the office. Yeah, you mentioned it, and he played kind of like also, like, like obviously that he's a character actor. He plays like that type of character in a lot of things, but yeah, he's just like everybody you've ever met in the office. That's like kind of boring, balding, wearing glasses, mm-hmm. and he like feeds off of people's energy. So one thing that he does for fun is he goes to like um, council meetings, like you know, like city city budget council <laughs> meetings, and just like sits in the audience, and then like every so often we'll like go up with note cards, and he's. like, and then he'll just like talk and just drain the room of all energy. And it's just so funny. And then like sometimes when he's feeding, he makes this face. <laughs> it's just like so funny. <laughs> he makes this like horrible there, face. There's a, uh, 
There's an episode later on in season two where he gets into internet trolling. Oh, nice. <laughs> and he actually has like in his room in the basement, he has like eight different laptops going and he's like on Facebook with different accounts, like arguing with people. That's awesome. <laughs> and oh, there's one episode where he's decided that he's like, he's like, I've decided I'm going to start trying to feed with humor. And he all the whole episode, he's just trying to get people to <laughs> g- respond to the what's up dog joke. He's like, well, I'm sorry you're not feeling well. Maybe you just need some up dog. <laughs> and then he ends up, oh, yeah, he ends up like summoning his dead grandmother just so he has someone he can like get to fall for that joke. Oh, so funny. <laughs> and then as soon as she falls for it, he's like, well, you know, really, I'm actually kind of busy right now. I think I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah. And like blows out She's the She's like, I've got so many questions for you. How has your life turned out? And he's like, ah, I got to go. <laughs> I got to go. Grandma. I got to go. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, I really, uh, I loved the, the scene. So there's, there's an episode where like right at the beginning of the show, um, the Baron comes from wherever, somewhere in Europe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, played by Doug. Doug yeah. Jo- yeah. I was super excited about that. Doug Jones. And he's this like creepy, evil as shit looking vampire mm-hmm. in this crazy old stone coffin. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, he so he goes to sleep like for the first like three or four episodes or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, then like they go out on a night on the town with him. Mm-hmm. Something bad happens, and so like the the vampires of like the world assemble their great council or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's all actors that have played vampires in other movies. Yeah, <laughs> that that are like playing like their vampire characters in the council. Yeah. And they had like Paul Rubens playing his character from Buffy, the vampire slayer Mm -hmm. and just like a bunch of like, um, they had Wesley Snipes. Yeah. He was playing blade, (laughs) but he was like there on a computer. Like he was being teleconferenced in. Yeah, he was he was video chatting. Yeah. You had Danny Trejo. You had Dave Batista. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was a really funny scene. Yeah, it was really good. I was trying to figure out though what vampire movie Tilda Swinton was in, and I, I think it was like a very like an independent film that I had never heard of. But now I want to go see it because she was like in charge of. She was like the head vampire, which of course she would be. That seems like a perfect role for her. But um, yeah, it was just like really funny. What's your favorite uh, your favorite episode that we've seen so far? Who me? Yeah, well, oh, either of you. Oh yeah, I yeah. guess we've only seen season one. But you yeah. were—we interrupted you and cut you off. Like, why is Laszlo your favorite vampire? Um, because he's just sort of swarmy, and he's the perfect foil for Nador. Uh, Nandor. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> like Nandor's always in charge. He's like he. Well, he says he's in charge. Right. But then Laszlo will just like look at him and be like, "What are you? What are you on, old man? What are you talking about?" So actually, I'm glad we brought it back to Laszlo because I think one of my favorite episodes um, was um, the episode where Laszlo wears the cursed hat <laughs> that's made out of... That hat actually back in season two, and that is a very good episode. Okay, cool. I'm excited to see it back. But So the, the premise is is that they're, they live in Staten Island. And they're kind of like shit vampires as far as like taking over territory and conquering people and dominating things. So they're trying to like make connections with more powerful vampires in New York. So they go to Manhattan, which they don't realize is now called Manhattan. So they call it Manhattan. <laughs> and uh, and so they, they go to Manhattan to like hook up with this like more powerful vampire who has dominion over greater territory. 
And um, they're, like, trying to get all, like, dressed up for the night. They want to look good. And Laszlo's like, I'm going to wear my hat. It's made out of the skin of witches. And it's, like, this old, timey, like, you know, witch's hat. But it's made out of skin. And, like, at one point, Nadja's like, your hat is growing hair. But anyway, she's like, it's cursed. That hat is cursed, Laszlo. Terrible things always happen when you wear that hat. And um, just, like like random things just like go wrong and he's just like not agreeing to like <laughs> recognize that the hat is cursed and then eventually like like, a r- like his cape gets caught in the taxi <laughs> door and he gets dragged down like a block yeah. and a half <laughs> yeah and just like over and over again like just horrible things befall Laszlo and then finally like at the end of the episode something really horrible happens and he's, he's like Nadja my love I think that this hat might be cursed <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite line of that about the hat there's uh, one of the other characters is wearing the hat and it's like, what's that puckered thing I feel sucking at the back of my head? And they're both like the witch's asshole. (laughs) (laughs) I think the other, the only other episode that comes close to that and it's only because of like one, um, one line in it or like a a few like lines from the movie or the show is there's a show, an episode later on where they're hosting an orgy and like it's like a vampire orgy it's like a very big deal to host a vampire orgy and you don't want to be like caught hosting a bad orgy like that just ruins your reputation it's so embarrassing and they're like that was a vampire over a century ago who who had such a terrible orgy oh we can't even say his name and she's like oh it's a disgrace to say his name and he goes of course I'm talking about Mike and she's like yes it's fucking Mike <laughs> like, it's just the way she said it was so disdainful she's like yes yeah, fucking Mike <laughs> I'm gonna go use the restroom I'll be right back but uh, that was probably like just just they're, they're so funny. Like I, I feel like you could take this show and not have them be vampires and have them be just like almost anything else, and it would still you'd still have the opportunity to have those really funny lines and that really funny dialogue. But the fact that they're vampires and they're so ridiculous just makes it all the more like just delightful. But what about you? Like of the ones we've seen, let's say like season one to halfway through season two. Like what episode um, would you definitely recommend people check out? The, the ghost episode. <laughs> yes, that's season two, right? So there is a character who's sort of a holdover from season one. Okay. Um, side character, right? Reappears as a ghost, and it's like the the whole episode operates on the logic of is that if you're someone who dies and you still have business on the mortal side of things, you'll come back as a ghost mm-hmm. until such business is you know finished right so the vampires logically deduce that well when we became vampires we technically died so do we have ghosts question mark right nadja knowing magical stuff decides to just summon all their ghosts <laughs> and that's the episode of them just putting dealing with their ghosts unfinished business yeah and then we uh um one of the so nandor's ghost um speaks like the language that Nandor spoke when he was living but it's been so long since he died and became a vampire Nandor doesn't speak his language anymore so most of the episode is him trying to figure out like what the hell his ghost is saying and then eventually he figures out that he's he's like his unfinished business has to do with like his horse that he had during life that he ate that he ate (laughs) and then like so but like it's funny because Nandor's like my horse John (laughs) <laughs> but the horse's name in like 
old speak and like the old language was Johan. <laughs> but he's like, yes, John. And they keep John. saying like Johan, Johan, Johan. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Uh, I don't know if anyone will like this episode, but I hope the takeaway is you need to go watch the show if you haven't. Yeah, I don't, I don't know either. But here's another. Um, so as we were watching the show, Chris, we were kind of like, you know, like we said earlier, we we're kind of like making parallels between this and Vampire the Masquerade and how I felt like every game I've ever played in was just like a version of this I didn't realize I was playing in yeah. because it always like devolves into like, 15 minutes of arguing and then like menial bullshit, like someone cleaning a room. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> one of the things I, I felt like was th- like a direct kind of crack at vampire, the masquerade was when they go, it's the hat, uh, the cursed episode, the cursed hat episode where they go to the nightclub and, um, Nick Kroll's character, who's like the main, powerful vampire Mm -hmm. is like introducing everybody in the room and they all have like really stupid pirate names. Yeah. (laughs) And he's just like, he's like, that's like the fifties guy. That's like, I "I feel like I've played in this game. Yeah. And I think it's even Nick Kroll. He is called Simon the the devious. Um, I think the other thing that reminds me of a vampire, the masquerade LARP or game, especially like a big con LARP, is anytime the vampires are interacting with werewolves and they're just like <laughs> like bickering back and forth with each other they're like not fighting really they're just like hissing and like you pissed growling. on my favorite vulva yeah <laughs> yeah like they're, they're, they go back and forth but then they like break down into stereotypes right. like oh what are you gonna piss on now werewolf yeah yeah and then like oh I think it they was they have the fight on the rooftop <laughs> yeah I think it was the um the maybe it was the show uh but where they're the vampires and the werewolves are fighting and there's like there's like single one on one combat yeah, and then one of the show. vampires throws a, a bone <laughs> and the werewolf like jumps over <laughs> off of the ledge. That was really funny. Yeah, they, when they when they they bring out the what was it, the treaty of nineteen ninety three? Oh yeah. <laughs> like, yes. Before we can duel, we have to bring out the Vampire Lycanthrope Treaty from 1993. And I was like, holy shit, this is one world by night. This is some one world by night bullshit. Like, the Ecumenical Council of Vampire Behavior from 1997. Like, it's so stupid. <laughs> Crack my shit up. Oh, yeah. No, it's a, it's a good-ass show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny. Like, it's a show that I just I just want to keep watching it. Yeah. Like, I know I'm going to come to an end very soon, and I'm already sad. I know. I'm so thankful. I don't think, like, I hope that the creators of this show uh, and the actors, like, realize how much joy they're bringing people. Like, I'm, I, I feel so much joy. Yeah. It's, it's shocking that like just thinking about the show makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can't, there's, there's no other show that I've watched in like the last two or three years I can even think of. I can't wait until a real life situation where I just get to point at someone and say, she speaks the bullshit. <laughs> I just want to do that in a meeting. And uh, more along those lines, we <laughs> like, it would be fun just to like run a game of this. So yeah, Chris, would you be down or do you agree? What are your thoughts on if we ran like a V five or a V twenty game or somebody ran a V five V twenty game, but it wasn't like taking itself as seriously as like a typical vampire game does, but it was a little bit more silly, like what we do in the shadows. Don't you think that would be a fun ass game? Well, as as I said in the the last podcast I got interviewed for, like 
many moons ago, uh-huh. I would be down totally to play a vampire game based off of what we do in the show. <laughs> and at the time I was like, I don't really know what that means, but okay, we'll give it a try. And now I'm like, this is all I want in my life. Yeah. Like <laughs> we're just like, I don't know. Like the, if you have a terrible role, like something like funny and stupid happens instead of like your you get, you go into a frenzy and like, what does a frenzy look like? A frenzy is like accidentally, trimming the shrubbery wrong in the front yard and getting pissed off or accidentally like electrocuting your familiar, like, Oh, so good. Yeah. Well, there, there is one scene, um, where one of the characters like leaves, like gets really pissed off. I think it's in the movie maybe where like one of the characters gets really pissed off and like leaves the room and you just hear them like breaking shit and growling. Oh, uh, the, the beast. Oh yeah. The beast. (laughs) Yeah. When he finds out the beast is going to be at the, the meeting at the fr- and the meeting the is in a fucking gymnasium. Yeah. Okay. That's like where Nate lost his shit. So in the movie, <laughs> there's like the, the yearly, oh, this is another thing. It's called like the yearly vampire, um, like witches, yeah. Witches masquerade and witches. Ball. Yeah. The, but it's called yeah, a masquerade, masquerade or something. Ball. Right. So then like they go to it and it's like such a big deal. And the beast is the guest of honor who is like the character, uh, one of the main characters, ex-girlfriend, but they go to this ball and it's in like a high school gymnasium. I'm like, yeah, it's for sure. A LARP. Like <laughs> it's for sure. Definitely like a LARP. Like they, they have like the buffet set out, but it's on like card tables mm-hmm. and they're like streamers <laughs> and shitty balloons. And they, they bring the human. That's yeah. what I was like. I've I've been in games where people did that. They were yeah. like, "No, this is my buddy Steve. We're just gonna take him to like the vampire hangout." And when you arrive with your human, everybody's like, "I'm going to eat him," and then you have to like run away. Yeah, because they're gonna eat your human friend. I think one of my favorite things is, and this will be a spoiler, so I'm not gonna say it. I'm going to allude to it, but the character in the show who is a familiar, but who is slowly finding out that he is something else. Like, um, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I can't say more. Cause that's definitely a spoiler, but, um, that's just, that's like just golden. And that actor is doing such a good job. Ugh. I had your DNA you, tested. You master. Let me know, <laughs> you let me know when you finish season two. Yeah. Cause that last episode is just, Oh, it's chef kiss. Chef kiss. Oh, I've never heard him, anyone call him, it him, chef kiss before. Him finally, <laughs> him finally figuring out what he is. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so good. <laughs> yeah. And then like, so he does, he like does their 23 and me. And he's like, actually, I have all of your DNA. And did the Nadia witch goes, steal my semen? Yeah, <laughs> did the witch steal my semen again? And then Nadia's like, how did you get our DNA? From where? And he's like, it's literally everywhere in the house. <laughs> and she goes, oh, no, the witches. You better watch your semen. That's some quality semen. Don't let them steal your semen, Nandor. He's like, <laughs> he's like I have 6,000 descendants. <laughs> 200,000. So 200,000 descendants. <laughs> and then the fucking psychic vampire's like, well, you know, uh, uh, what's, what's his Genghis name? Khan. Genghis Khan has like three million, and he's, everybody's like, oh, God, they just start like falling into themselves. Yeah. And I love it too. Like, my other favorite, like, vampireism is that they call everybody, like, well, they call some people by their full names. Like, the psychic vampire's <laughs> name is Colin, but they're always calling him Colin Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, so great. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good ass show. 
Mm-hmm. I wish we could watch it without commercials, but I'm not willing to pay the additional money. I uh, I think it's it's one of the best recommendations I've had in quite some time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree 100%. Does it still, how many seasons are there, Chris? Do you know? Uh, there are currently two. It's been renewed for a third one. Okay. I don't know if COVID's screwing with yeah, that, COVID, but. COVID's fucking everything it's up. It's coming. Hopefully. Oh, I, I can't wait. Like, I can't wait. It's so good. It's so much fun. Yeah. And did you ever watch Flight of the Concords? Uh, no, I have not. Okay. I think both of you would probably like it. It's a little more like. It's even more dry than the movie, but it's the same. It's it's um, Jermaine Clement, and I forget the other guy's name. I'm really a bad fan, but the, they were part of the Flight of the Concords duo. But it's a lot of like just very silly, like dry humor. Um, if anyone out there has likes Flight of the Concords, you know what I'm talking about. But that David Bowie episode is probably the best episode of the show. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I I think we should you know after COVID. We yeah. should get together and have a watch party of some um, uh, what we do in the shadows. And I actually think, you know, we were talking about we're going to go hang out with your mom and dad on Halloween. Yeah. It's your dad's birthday, and they're feeling kind of cooped up, so we're going to... Happy birthday. Yeah, so... It's my dad's birthday and my, my niece's birthday. Yeah, it's like weird. I'd have an aunt whose birthday's on Halloween, too. Yeah, there's a lot of people in his family born on Halloween. I wonder what that means. A lot of sex mm-hmm. in February. Is that... Yeah, they were doing a lot of stuff in February. Yeah, is that okay? January or February. Yeah, this is cold. Yeah. This is part of the world. But anyway, um, so maybe we should see if they want to watch what we do in the shadows. I I brought it up to them and they were like, oh, what's that about? And I was like, well, it's about like vampires, but like it's funny. And they just, I don't know. I guess I probably did a shit job of describing it. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I don't want to say they wouldn't like it, but it's like, I don't know if it would hold your... Your yeah, mom, your I, mom's attention. I don't think that they would like stay up through it. I think both of them would fall asleep because I don't think that they would get the humor. Mm, maybe not. I don't know. I I don't think you have to be like. I don't know. I don't know. What's the type of person that would like this movie? Cool people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably people that are smart. I think even if you're dumb, no. you know, the only smart people. No, only smart people. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. that means all of our listeners will like it. Yeah, absolutely. All of our listeners are smart people. As is everyone we've ever had on the podcast. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Chris as well. So what's Halloween look like for you, Chris? Um, Working 10 hours. Oh, joy. And then maybe getting some candy <laughs> out if people want to come out yeah. in my neighborhood. Maybe. So know. you live in the northwest suburbs, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so that's one of my favorite things about moving to... Chicago uh, is they are not messing around with their Halloween decorations. Oh my goodness. Like it's like you, you, in some parts of the country, especially the Midwest, you expect to drive around certain neighborhoods and see, you know, Christmas lights and Christmas decorations. But I don't think I've ever seen consistently this many people put up Halloween decorations in their front yard. Some of them are very creative and large and ornate and have a lot of like, um, uh, like effort put in. I don't know if it's like that out in your neighborhood, but in our neighborhood, it's kind of insane how much people have put yeah. in. Um, and also another th- thing I kind of like about, uh, Chicago, uh, I- I'm sure a lot of places are doing this, but they've really gotten behind Halloween and trick or treating, but they've like prepared for it. And there's all kinds of public awareness stuff about COVID and how to do it like quote safely and basically what it boils down to is just also wear a cloth mask in addition to your fun Halloween mask. And uh, 
don't stick your hands in bowls of candy. <laughs> so, um, and stay, you know, socially distanced and, yeah. uh, go trick or treating in small groups, which was, um, always easy for me as a kid. Cause I didn't have any siblings. So made it super easy. Yeah. I have a, um, I have a large, like silver serving platter mm-hmm. that I'm just going to hand out candy on. Like there'll be like three cart candy bars on it. Be like, here you go. Pick one. Yeah. That's, no, that's cool. a good idea. And I think I saw, um, I think the mayor had a thing on her Instagram where she had like a big um, cardboard tube and she was like dropping candy bars down the tube and it would fall through the tube and into the kid's bag and the kid had to like hold their bag out and catch it. That seems like kind of a fun thing. Yeah, it, if I if I lived in a second a house with a second story, I would definitely have concocted some sort of PVC pipe. <laughs> See, like we can make it even more fun I and safe. I don't think we're going to have any trick or treaters no. because we're not really. No, I don't even know if we're zoned to live in an apartment. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah, know. My, uh, <laughs> my neighborhood's really like low on trick or treaters. Mm-hmm. Like, I've lived in this house for eight years now, and I think I've only had like five trick or treaters in the entire time I was here. And one was a group of teenagers that didn't even have costumes. Fuck. They're just trying to kill me. I've been, I've been there. I've been that teenager. It's it's weird too, because like when I was growing up, like there were trick or treaters everywhere, like around where my parents live. Mm -hmm. But like it's all the kids that lived in that neighborhood were like between like five years of each other. Mm -hmm. So like they all grew up and moved away. That happens to a lot of neighborhoods. I think that happened in our old neighborhood in Indy. We didn't have any trick-or-treaters. And it was a nice neighborhood. Like, it was a neighborhood you would expect that if kids lived in it, they would be out trick-or-treating. None. Like, there yeah, were no yeah. trick-or-treaters. Um, and, uh, yeah. Also, though, our Halloween experience last year, it was, like, fucking snowing. It was very cold. It was shit. Very cold. We ended up uh, getting Five Guys Burgers and Fries and watching it. And eating too much candy because I bought a lot thinking yeah. we would have some and we didn't have Wishful any. Wishful thinking. Yeah, but I did get a lot of candy out of the deal, so I wasn't mad about that. Boy, howdy, were my thighs pissed off at me, though. <laughs> um, yeah, and probably my arteries, but it doesn't matter because we're all going to die someday. Hey! <laughs> yeah, that's uh, true. But yeah, well, I hope you have a fun Halloween. I hope everybody has Jesus a fun Christ. and safe Halloween. You just can't sit still. No, I can't. I'm a, I'm a fidget master. Well, also because like this floor is slick. And so my chair is like just slowly inching back, rolling backwards. Yeah. yeah. You've got all kinds of problems. Just, I do. It's I'm hard a to fucking be, hot mess. It's hard to be you. What kind of problems do you have, Chris Tyke? I want to, Chris Tyke, I want to hear about what, 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 do, what do you need to talk um, about? <laughs> I'm waiting for a contractor to come out tomorrow to look at my front door to tell me how much it's going to be to replace mm. it because there's like gaps and stuff. How does that make you feel? <sighs> Um, kind of cranky as a homeowner because I know that's all like the heat from inside yeah. of my house going outside. That's just money out the door. Are so. you gonna Are you gonna talk to the contractor about your feelings? <laughs> um, depends on what his estimate is. Mm, and what are you, what? How are you gonna handle that situation if it doesn't go in your favor? What kind of What kind of um, um tool? I'll probably just call another contractor and get mm. another. Mm, I like to see that that's you're good. using your your tools as an adult that's to good. handle this emotional crisis. Or I'll just do it myself. I mean, they have kits from Home Depot, so. Yeah. What do you, uh, like, have to get, like, the whole door jam replaced or just, like. Yeah, like, the whole the whole thing that the door lives in and then the door itself because the door I have is, like, kind of shitty. So yeah. I figured I might as well get a new door because I, like, back in last year, like, a really bad storm came through and it, like, ripped my storm door off. Well, it didn't rip it off, but it, like, dislocated it. <laughs> 
<laughs> like so like a joint? Or like, <laughs> like a shoulder? Yeah. <laughs> like it, it bent the, the, like the strut uh-huh. thing that it bent it. So I had to like take it off and then the door like wasn't sitting right. And I was like, you know what? The screen door is kind of shitty anyway. So I just like took it off my house and now I don't have a storm door. And, well, you know, other people have them. And I was like, I don't really need one, but my front door is kind of shitty anyways. So I might as well replace it. So well, I think this is why I think we now know why this old house doesn't have a podcast. I bet you they do, actually. You think they do? You think there are people yeah. who like, like, well, listen? Uh, they have a YouTube Yeah, tier. they definitely have a YouTube channel. Oh, I know. I'm well aware. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well aware that they have a YouTube series. Do, do, do you want to do you want to tell them about the the night you woke up to the house being improved? What? <laughs> so so. Um, oh God! Oh, I was so mad. Oh my God! I thought like we were gonna get a divorce. I was so <laughs> mad. Oh, I've not been this mad in a long time. But it was because it woke me out of out of my shit. Like I, you tell, because I'm I'm having trouble I remembering. So I just e- remember being furious with you. Basically, I think it was right before like it started to get cool, and um, I think I had taken like a fucking two hour nap in the middle of the day. And if I nap during the day, I'm screwed. I can't fall asleep at, uh, at night. And so I kept tossing and turning, and I just like I was like, well, I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna sleep on the couch. Uh, so that that way I don't wake her up. And normally what I do is I put on something that's like very calming and soothing, like this old house. And I just let it play until it automatically turns off. Norm. Right. Right. Cause normally it's just like two videos go by and then it turns off. Well, apparently this one just kept playing. Uh-huh. And it got to an episode where I guess they were using a saw mm. for a really long time. Yeah. And for whatever reason, like the volume of it just spiked. It was so loud. It woke me up out of a dead sleep. And I woke up and I was like, oh, oh God, what is it? And I'm like, I'm like, and then I like realized I'm like, it's coming from the living room. Nate's not in here. Oh, what's he watching? Oh, why would he be watching something so loud? And I like stumble <laughs> into the living room and I go, I like see that it's, it's like, there's like a, a white man in his forties and a flannel shirt sawing something. And I'm like, Oh, Nate, Nate, <laughs> Nate, wake up, Nate. Because <laughs> like, I don't know where the remote is because it's dark. And he's just like, he's just like, oh, what? What's wrong? And I'm like, turn off the TV. And he's like, oh, I don't know where the remote is. <laughs> and then I like, at this point, I'm like, full on, like, Rachel from the trailer. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you that you think it's okay to be listening to some shit this loud at three o'clock in the morning? Who the hell do you think you are? And I'm like, still like half asleep. Like, I'm so mad and i get over and i like a rifle through the couch trying to find the remote and i'm like what you do with the remote he's like oh no i don't know where the remote is i like turn it off i get up and i go pee and i'm just like and then like i go pee and then i'm like stomping back to the bedroom I'm like go wake me up at fucking three o'clock in the morning with some salt and some bullshit who was this old house three in the morning and i like go back to bed and i'm like so mad and then we wake up in the morning and neither one of us says anything to the other one and then like Nate just looks at me and he's just all a dream. No, no, no. And he just looks at me and he goes, I love you. And I was like, and I go, I go, I fucking love you too. And I was like, I was so and I was like, I don't remember everything I said last night, but I remember I was mad. Because they didn't even wake me up. Oh, he was dead asleep. I was so mad. I was so pissed off. Yeah, anyway. I just slept through it like a fucking like a the, log chipper. The thing that really on. pissed me off though wasn't so much that you <laughs> fell asleep. And that you slept through it. 
But then like when I asked you to turn it off and turn it down, you had the gall to be mad at me for waking you up. <laughs> you were like, I don't know where it is. I don't know. What's your problem? I'm like, <laughs> like, why am I the bad guy here? <laughs> yeah. anyway. Well, because the, the drone of the saw had put me into a deep, deep slumber. You and, were then, <laughs> and then you came and woke me up. Mm, yeah. This is the that joy of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. Mm-hmm. I was so mad. I bet. <laughs> anyway. Oh shit. Well, I'm just playing. I'm just playing this all out in my mind's eye. That's just. It, it was. It was how I would imagine. It, it was pretty be. funny. In like, it's funny in retrospect. Uh, but yeah, like she woke me up, and I was like, "What the fuck are you waking me up?" <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck? Why do you <laughs> think?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like it, it is yeah. like the most um like. It's just, it's such a, a strange thing that I don't understand why people enjoy watching it, but I guess some people find it very relaxing. Uh, lots of people like a lot of things. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I like watching it. I, I, I don't know how to fix a fucking thing, but I like watching. It's like, watch, like my grandpa used to watch fishing, fishing programs. My, my mom used to watch that shit too. Like fishing shows? Yeah. Like fucking, she'd be like, oh, the fishing show. Why do people like watching fishing shows? Like, I don't understand the appeal. I don't know. Anyway. Well, it's, I, I guess because fishing is very relaxing. And so I imagine watching a show about something very relaxing will relax you. Oh, so it's, 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 you can be relaxed without actually having to partake in the action of doing and things. You're, you're vicariously relaxing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My, my parents watch a lot of like car shows where they just like, Fix cars and shit. I guess. I don't know. I don't understand humans. Yeah. Well, that's pretty it's pretty obvious that we don't understand ourselves. So mm. well, all righty. Thank you, Chris, for joining us on our podcast and also no turning us on to the best show ever. Yeah, we really like it. Thank you. And now that I have um I have truly experienced um what we do in the shadows, uh you will get the first invite to my what we do in the shadows vampire game when I decide to run it. Yes. I, I will begin concocting some sort of very old, mm-hmm. very nonsense, nonsensical character. So yeah, I guess that's a question though. Like, do we build our own characters or do you provide us with characters? I don't know. These are all things that have to be thought of. Mm, we have a lot of details yeah, to work through. Yeah. And yeah. Also, you'll all be able to fly. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm into <laughs> that. Yeah. I'm, so we're all going to need animalism. Well, yeah. We'll all need like dominate because it seems like they can all hypnotize. But then some of them have like special abilities. Like one of them can disappear. Yeah. One of them can really, is a really good climber. And all of the Nosferatu are assassins. All of the Nosferatu. (laughs) Or I don't know if all of the Nosferatu are assassins, but all of the assassins are Nosferatu. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And they they can jump really (laughs) Yeah. That's one of my favorite characters too. Is the fucking from the original movie, Peter. Peter, that is eight thousand years old, and he, here the hunter came in through the window, and then Peter busted through his coffin, yeah, and he dropped a slab on the hunter's head and killed him. But the sun was up, so that it burnt Peter, and now he's just yeah, like yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, thank you, Chris, again, and uh, I hope you have a great Halloween, and uh, I hope. I hope you two have a good Halloween as well. I hope someday soon we can once again indulge in each other's physical company. I can't wait to breathe the same air of you without fear of death. Yes. 
Alrighty. Well, you wanna wanna take us out? Uh bye! <laughs>